USC quarterback Caleb Williams has been under the spotlight. He is losing the status of QB1 for the 2024 NFL Draft. We're going to talk about it next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out to you guys for being our everydayers. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network. And guys, you already know who's with me. My boy, Mr. LSU Keith Sanchez, over with the Draft Network as well. He is. He is the champ, guys. So I gotta kick it over to him. Keith, talk to him, baby. What's up, locked on family? This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man, in 2019 national champ with those LSU Tigers, man. So you know what that means, right? Myself, Damian Parsons, we are here to bring you that championship level content surrounding the NFL draft 24-7, 365. We are who you come to, your dynamic duo DP. I'm not going to take too long on this intro because I want to jump into this Caleb Williams discussion, DP. Is he losing the QB1 status, right? There's a lot of conversation surrounding that, right? The, I wouldn't even say off the field antics, right? But just some of the conversation around him and how he's handling himself. So we're going to have a really good conversation about that. Then we're going into rookie report. Was there a rookie that broke a record, DP? And then we're going to hop in. Coach DP, Coach K is making another appearance with this game ball. Before we get into that, DP, let's get into our title sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Keith, Caleb Williams was in a shootout this past weekend with Michael Penix and the Washington another Huskies. One. DP, another, another one. Another one, right? <laughs> First of all, can we just say this? Can we get uh, Caleb uh, Shador? Jaden Daniels, Drake. Can we get these guys some defenses, man? Can we get right. these guys some defense? That's what I want. I want to see guys like that in the college football playoffs, right? Not Georgia or anything like that. But, um, but Keith, we posed the question in the cold open: Is he losing the QB one status, Keith? In your opinion, where where you where where do you stand with that? Yeah, all right. So I I don't want I don't want to give my opinion. I want to give a big picture perspective, right? And this is not my opinion. But I do believe that, like, overall, he is losing, like, QB1 being locked, sealed, and delivered. And I, I thought it was important to have this conversation, DP, off of what happened because I believe is that three straight losses for USC or, or, or three in the Somewhere last there. four weeks, right? Well, they played Cal last week. I'm sorry. So it's through the last yeah. four weeks, right? It, it was it was a Utah loss, uh, Washington, and then they lost to – I'm forgetting Notre the other yeah, Notre Dame, right? So it's three in the last four weeks, I believe, that they've lost. So, um, you know, it's it's not that, right, because people can't necessarily associate with you just willing your team to win, right? And then now, you know, you get into the turnovers that he had against Notre Dame. He bounced back, you know, tremendously, right, and, and had a pretty good game the following week against Cal and everything. But then you go into the conversation of DP, the the – that almost after the game was over, right? When he hopped up, you know what I'm saying? He had to kind of be consoled by his mother. And we know that this is going to be a conversation. That's why I wanted to have it. It's going to be a conversation of Caleb Williams. You, If you go top, if you're the number one pick, right? So Caleb Williams, if you are the number one pick, 
there's a high chance you are going to go to a losing team x bryce young now the question is how are you going to handle that week in and week out right and everyone's went through it peyton manning right he went through bad years when he was the number one quarterback trevor lawrence has went through it andrew luck has went through it right like a lot of these quarterbacks they you're going to a bad situation bryce young that's is going through it right now keith and that's why i said x bryce young right it is it is bad in carolina and it, it's it's just an unfortunate situation so i think what's going to happen dp general manager general managers are going to x how do you handle this right I, I don't know if i can handle it from the perspective of my franchise quarterback being that emotional about it right now that's the conversation that's going to happen now dp how do i personally feel about it i still have to see right because i, I want to know what is your emotional state and why if you tell me that man i just care that much i understand that right and i can pull you to the side like look from a, a, a media perspective from the outside lens not a good look now if you can you tell me that you won't do that part anymore because it's just not necessarily a good look right it's it just like you hopping in the stands with your parents and stuff like that it's just not a good look and i'm not saying that as men we can't cry like we, we you know we get into this uh, emotional part of it but i'm not saying that part with men dp but it's, it's just um how it's going to be spun right and i'm trying to protect you caleb williams so i don't want you to do that so i don't want the media to be able to take stuff and run with it and, and, and put it put their own twist on it so i thought it was an interesting conversation to have because there, there's a lot of different dynamics that's coming up right and, and we know how people you know kill quarterbacks the anthony yeah. richardson conversation the cj Stroud conversation just from this past year right and there's been so many other quarterbacks justin fields off the field stuff that was coming up when he was in the draft process and there's always so many things that come up surrounding these draft prospects as teams like to poke and kind of pry to figure out who they're about to hand 20 30 40 million dollars to and their franchise so i want to ask you what was your your perspective or how do you feel about it just with that conversation and where where's that with caleb williams man i think that he has and this is this is absolutely my opinion as you know kind of linking into what you talked about i think he's lost that that grip on qb1 i, I don't think it and remember you remember what i said over the summer i was like yeah i'm not putting that much of a gap between him and drake me i never was i was never on board with that I also was never on board with the generational talk. I hate when they set these prospects up for that because you it's hard to live up to that. You know what I mean? Like I read, I, I tweeted this out. I'd rather be, a, I'd rather you be a generational player like Tom Brady. You got a couple rings. You go into the Hall of Fame. You one of the best ever to be a generational prospect. I hate when they do that to these young men. But one thing that, to your point, Keith, when you talk about being spun and narratives. I'm waiting for somebody to go find that tweet. Remember last year when Max? Well, this past, yeah, last football season. This past January national championship game, TCU gets shellacked by Georgia. Right, Max Dugan is in the post game, uh, you know, post game interviews and press conference, and he's crying. He's emotional, right? He, he he's showing that compet. Like I, I wanted to win this game, you know, it didn't go and it didn't end the way we wanted. Right, can't that somebody tweeted that out, and I don't know if he's deleted it since, but I'm pretty sure there's screenshots of it. Caleb quote tweeted it with LOL. So this, then to fast forward to you this past Saturday being consoled by your mother, that does not, it, it doesn't look good. You know what I'm saying? When you're LOL and someone, people, you know, praising Max Dugan for being emotional and you hit that capital LOL, like this is funny. And then now you need to be consoled on national television by your mom and your family in the state. Like it's not a good look. Right. But I think to his game, people are starting to see that there's, some things he's really got to work on. 
playing well from the pocket, playing disciplined from the pocket where the pocket presence and feel and just the ability to sit in there and, and not just sit in the pocket, but then move around, right? Like I always I always talk about it, man. Like some some things you take from those unathletic quarterbacks. You take from Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. I can do things you can't do, but let me develop the things you did well. And instead of bailing out and dropping deep in the pocket, step up, slide, find it's, a passing lean, right? Extend the pocket. Becoming, yeah, it's about becoming a more well-rounded like player, right? Just overall being able to do it all. And I, I, I definitely agree with you, DP, on that. Because like, that video game stuff is not going to work, Keith. That video game stuff is not going to, bro. You think about Michael Parsons? You spinning out of the pocket, trying to run around and juke Michael so, Parsons. Good luck with that. Yeah, I, I, so I'm, I'm kind of more of this, and I'm, I'm probably going to be the first person in media to start to drive this hype train. But I would not be surprised, DP, if Lincoln Riley is the head coach, whatever Caleb Williams goes to play in the NFL. Right. I, I would not not be surprised if, if that becomes a situation because I, I think not. you. You, you're seeing the very best of Caleb Williams in this type of scheme, right? And I wonder if that's going to be the same thing, if people are going to look at that and be like, hey, he has to be in this type of situation to get the very best out of Caleb, a la, well, you air, know. Uh, air raid type of offense. Yeah, like like the, the Kyler Murray situation. And, you know, just putting in, we always talk about putting prospects in the best situation. But, DP, that we'll have to wrap this conversation up. We may come back to it another day. We'll have to wrap this oh, up. Man, because, listen, the draft season just getting started. If we knew, yeah, don't it's, we it's just back getting started. But I, I thought it was pretty good just to have that Caleb Williams conversation early on. But, man, let's keep this thing going. Let's keep it flowing. Like I always say, man, coming up, the rookie report, a record-breaking rookie report is coming up next. So, man, everybody stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prospects is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Guys, with basketball season here, you can now – pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league a league that was created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports slash leagues for example lebron james plus travis kelsey at a 10 and a half point combo for three pointers made plus receptions do you want to play alongside some of the best and most favorite players in the prospects community like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries some of the, from some of the biggest names in the prospects community each and every week. This week on prospects, guys, I'm taking uh, guard Tyus Jones from the Washington Wizards for over ten uh, for over ten and a half points this week, guys. Listen, all you got to do is go to prospects.com/slash/lockedonnfl and use the code LockedOnNFL all lowercase for a first deposit match up to. $100. Record-breaking rookie report, as you said, Keith, and it was well said. C.J. Stroud was that dude versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His defense couldn't get a stop, so much so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers scored with like 50 or so seconds left in the fourth quarter, Keith, and so C.J. Stroud, he was down. Down, a touch, down, I think, a touchdown in this game, right? They, they had to score. They, they were down more than three. They had to score a touchdown. A field goal couldn't do it, right? 46 seconds left, two timeouts. C.J. Stroud walks to Houston Texans down the field and delivers dime after dime after dime. And you talk about the record-breaking performance, Keith. For those watching the YouTube, they can see the graphic. 30 of 42, 470 pass yards. Five passing touchdowns, Keith. He broke Andrew Luck's previous record, which I believe was 455 yards for the most passing yards 
thrown in the game by a rookie quarterback. And, and Keith, you remember what I said? I, my comp for him was like, man, he hits the ceiling. We're going to see a Joe Burrow type of quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the accuracy, the movement ability, the 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 ball placement, the that that dog in him, right? Like the 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 ability to step up when your team needs you to step up, Keith. And CJ Stroud was just unbelievable, man. Some of the throws, especially on that final drive, that whole shot, the Tank Dell versus Cover Two, just putting it on the money. That listen, and, and guys, let me tell you something now. Like we're we're gonna break down this tape over the Draft Network. YouTube channel, so we want you guys to tap into that, uh, you know, this week as well. But CJ Stroud, man, he deserves all the praise in this rookie report segment. Oh, a hundred percent, DP. Whenever you have a record-breaking performance, and this is the thing, this is not a one-off, right? It's not like he no. was throwing for a hundred yards, one hundred fifty yards, you know, week in and week out, and then he just popped up with four hundred and seventy, right? He's been playing really good football, so this was this was honestly. Um, a build-up moment, right? Like that, like he was on an upward trajectory anyway. But DP, I want to get into this conversation real quick from the rookie report, right? And it's like you're 49ers fans right now. You're kind of scratching your head, right? And you're scratching your head because you're like, you know, is this what high-level quarterback play looks like in a Shanahan-esque offense, right? Because the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans, DP, he comes from the San Francisco 49ers. So you know there's a lot of concepts built into what this Houston Texans offensive scheme is, right? So you seem like, man, okay, this is what it's supposed to look like, right? Like we're, we're supposed to get not just 250 yards and two touchdowns and a run game. We're supposed to be able to almost touch 500 yards with a high-level quarterback play, right? And, and this is the thing. C.J. Stroud is a rookie, DP. C.J. Right. Stroud is a rookie doing this, and he's on what? Well, this is week week nine, right? Week nine of this. Yeah. He's into his rookie year throwing for 470 yards. So I think I, I, when you when you seen C.J. Stroud perform like that, I had no choice but to think about 49ers fans. And it's not I'm not rubbing in 49ers' face because I feel y'all, right? It's like, okay, well, what is the next level? What is unlocked? Because it's going to be a fun conversation what the 49ers are going to do down the stretch and being able to, you know, NFC Championship push, Super Bowl push, stuff like that. But I had no choice but to think of that. No, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, Keith, because that's, like, this offense is really good. The Shanahan offense has always been good to quarterbacks, right? We've seen Nick Mullins and C.J. Bethard, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> We've seen a lot of guys come through this, this Shanahan type, type of system, right? Uh, I think, what was it, Kyle Orton, I think, at one point with the Denver Broncos. We saw uh, 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 the, the, the worst possible case of, of, of Peyton Manning, right? His last year in the league, right, mm-hmm. where he did – Brock Osweiler, who I think is now calling games, looked yeah, competent is. in that Shanahan type of system, right? Kubiak, Shanahan is very similar. You know, everything ties together, right? Those coaching trees. So now to see it with a high-level quarterback, if I'm a San Francisco 49 fan, I'm like, okay, yes, I see why some part of the fan base wanted to see Trey Lance develop to turn into a high-level quarterback because there's certain things that he could be able to do as a passer and as a runner that Brock Purdy can't do, right? And same thing, with that's what C.J. Stroud is showing. So he, he's been, like, Stroud was just, he's been magnificent. And I don't think there's any other rookie that is, that should be even in a discussion for Offensive Rookie of the Year right now. This is a C.J. This is CJ Stroud's award to lose, Keith, and I just don't think he's going to lose it. And if you remember, when we when we previewed the, the AFC, the AFC South and the AFC, I said, listen, the I said the AFC was going to be more competitive than people wanted to believe. I said, and I think the Texans are going to be better than what people had. Because remember, the people had them 
their pick being in the top three of the NFL mm-hmm. draft for 2024. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to happen, Keith. That doesn't look like that's going to be the case for them. That the Arizona Cardinals have a have a top three pick, but that's their own because they only got one win. That Houston Texas pick is a little bit lower down the board, man. So I, I'm rolling with I'm rolling with what CJ Stroud's doing. But Keith, I want to highlight, you know, a running back because you know I'm the I'm the resident running back here. But the guy that I've been wanting to see more of, and I know he was a little banged up, rookie, undrafted rookie running back. Now he kind of hurts the you know RBs matter type of train if he keeps this going. But Keaton Mitchell, man, you know, for the Baltimore Ravens versus the Seattle Seahawks, he only had nine carries. He had 138 rush yards, one rushing touchdown. But what what we saw, when you turn on the tape and watch what he was able to do, explosive, explosive, explosive. Gus Edwards and Justice Hill out of Oklahoma State was a guy that I like coming out of college, Keith. And, guys, and he was an explosive back, too. He was very explosive. He just fumbles the ball too much, and he hurts the team in close <laughs> momentum. Man, this offense is still trying to find their – like we, what we talked Detroit Lions, Keith, was them clicking on all cylinders. But they haven't done that, like, multiple games this year. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're still 7-2, and two, right, because they have one of the best defenses and one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and they still find ways to win games. But I think factoring this young man in and, – and, not saying you bench Justice Hill, but you give Keaton Mitchell more of these, more of his Hill's snaps. And I want to see him with like 15 carries. I want to see him with, with 17 touches, right? Because also there's a part of this offense that's not really shown at either, Keith, is the it's the it's the the screen game in the passing game, right? So it's like they don't throw a lot of RB screens, well, because JK Dobbins is hurt. He was their most explosive dynamic back. Keaton Mitchell absolutely brings that tight, and he's a hard runner too. It's a uh-huh. dense, sturdy frame can run between the tackles. But man, if you don't secure him as a, as a defender, if you don't bring this kid down, his speed is legit, right? He's an ECU pirate, and I think that's probably why he went undrafted. Because you know the NFL starts to kind of hate on smaller schools, like uh, the competition. Nah, man, if you can play, you can play. Just draft good players, baby. If you can play, you can play. This young man can play. And I want to see him get more touches, Keith, because I think this is an X factor for this offense where when you really start, you talking about, like we talked about with Will Levis and Derrick Henry, right? You give your quarterback advantageous defensive looks, single high. All right, cool. Man to man, cover one, say less. I know where I can go with the football. And then this is a young man with the, with the type of speed where he can really make things happen. And, and I want to see him in the passing game, man, because this young man, has the, the dynamic ability and explosive ability that nobody else on this team has, but he also secures the football. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you highlighted him because I know everybody probably look at the stat sheet and they're sitting there like, okay, the Ravens blew the Seahawks out, but Lamar Jackson had, I think, what, under 200 yards passing. You know, like yep. you look at the, the, the receiving yards for the receivers, like, okay, Zay, I think Zay Flowers had one reception, right? I think Odell Beckham had a touchdown, a receiving touchdown. Yeah, he did. But you see where all the yardage was and what a big plays, and that was with the combination of this running game with Gus Edwards, but led by the rookie, right, Keaton Mitchell. So definitely good to highlight him. DP, I just want to highlight two uh, two guys real quick, man, for this Green Bay Packers offense. That, let's be honest, right, they're struggling. Like and we talked about, you're, 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 this is first-year starting quarterback. You have every 
offensive skill position, not running backs, but wide receivers, tight ends. Everybody that plays is either a rookie or a second year player. Second year um, player. So I wanted to highlight two two rookies, DP. That's Luke Musgrave. Um, you know, he had a touchdown, three receptions, 51 yards, and a touchdown. And then Dontavian Wicks, man. And we talked about Dontavian in the sense of the fact that we were surprised that he fell as far as he fell, right? I think he was like sixth seventh round he's a late day three player um but also a guy that has talent right big bodied six two 220 pounds so big body guy and he showed up too man he had four receptions for 49 yards and you just want i think if you're a packers fan at this point you've accepted uh super bowl is not us right but you just want you want to see your young guys the momentum, everybody start to gel, right? So probably about yeah. week 13, this thing start to look like something. So you feel optimistic heading into um, next year because that's what it's all about, right? The coaching and getting everything together. But DP, it's about coaching, right? We have to make some coaching appearances, right? We got to get in the locker room. We had some pretty big performances. The Raiders, right? They blew out the Giants. Antonio Pierce at the helm. So, you know, Antonio Pierce could do a little head coach. We could do a little head coaching. We jumping in to the locker room. Coach DP is making an appearance. Coach K is making an appearance, and we're handing out those game balls. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Guys, right now, brand new customers that signed, signed up today, brand new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Let me repeat that. Brand new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with, in, with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Now, two things. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, first off, why are you thinking? Go do it. Secondly, there's no better place or time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more so, guys, all you need to do is visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Go visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Fanduel is the official partner of the NFL. Coach K, who gets game ball your game ball of week nine for the NFL? DP, I did a lot of thinking, a lot of thinking, right? I'm like, man, who really performed well? And then I said, wait, hold on, it's right there in my backyard, DP. I'm going with Joe. Bird Joe Shiesty. I don't they, they called them was this yeah they, they called it Burrowhead, right? When he was in Kansas mm -hmm. City. He was in Kansas City. They, they just need to rename it. They they chose the wrong team, DP. That's that's not the team. Don't go, don't go pick <laughs> with the Kansas City Chiefs. But I feel pretty confident with the Bengals and the Bills matchup from the Bengals winning the game, right? And they could talk a little trash, and Joe Burrow is really comfortable against the Bills. So that I, I have to give it to Joe Burrow, man. He he looked like prime Joe Burrow, he looked like this is why we drafted this guy. Like he, yeah, he looked healthy, right? And it took him a couple of weeks because he did miss all of, you know, all the preseason training camp, everything. So it took this whole entire offense a couple of weeks to get back right. And I go back to another LSU guy, right, Jamar Chase, when he said, look, I don't want to see Joe Burrow until he's healthy. Like, I want my when my guy's good, we're going to be rocking and rolling. So we're disappointed right now, but we're going to be all right when he comes back. And now you see he comes back, they're forced, right? They're, they're, they are now back to where it's like, yeah, they can beat anybody, right? Like they, they show up, they're going to beat anybody. And you've seen all three of those wide receivers get going. You see, you seen Joe Mixon get going. This looked like the Bengals team that has been the Bengals team the past two, three years. No, hundred percent. They they protected their, their their home field, right? And they 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 look like that. They like you said, they look like that dangerous Bengals team. That's like I do not want to play this team yeah, it, come it, January. You know what it, I mean? Look like, like we're about to get another Kansas City and in Cincinnati AFC championship oh, matchup. Oh, 
don't forget about them Ravens. We just talked no, about them. I, 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 picked, I picked the Ravens. I picked I'm the Ravens. We both picked the Ravens. They, they, they yeah, got to knock them off the Ravens, first right and, now. But, but I just, agree that, you know. I'm just saying I, it, 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 it We just might get a like, Bengals-Ravens AFC, t- you know, type of t- – I, I would love that. I think that would be money. Sorry, Mahomes and, and, and the Chiefs uh, offense. But for me, Keith, we talked about, you know, at the beginning – of uh of of rookie report man it's cj stroud for me man you talking about giving the game ball to a guy and i thought about joe burrow too and i was like wait how can i how can i overstep? how can i step over like Allen iverson and just disrespect my guy cj yeah. stroud like that i can't do it keith 30 or 42 470 pass yards five passing touchdowns and not only five passing touchdowns but the one that mattered most when your team was down and you needed a touchdown to win, he threw a beautiful dime in the back of the end zone to who? One of our guys, one of the Dames dudes of the 2023 NFL draft, Tank Dell, man. So, like, we got we, we got multiple guys that we pounded the table for coming into the 2023 NFL draft that, you know, all of our listeners, you know, we took over kind of late into the process. So you're going to know exactly who we really like for 2024 Leading up to the draft, you won't just have to wait until mid-February. But man, just watching CJ Stroud doing what he did, man. I think they had three receivers over 100 yards, two receivers, and then I think Dalton Schultz was also over 100 yards. Man, just masterful work by CJ Stroud. Yeah, ha- have to get a young man credit, and we talked about it already. But just it was, you know, what it was. Not only DP just him throwing for 170 yards. That was still a competitive game, right? So you still seen. Like how how he was able to control and and manage, you know, having to go back and forth, right? Like being in a shootout and not necessarily trying to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Taking what's coming. I'm gonna take my calculated D shops. I was looking at and I'm gonna try to tweet it out. But next gen had their um, you know, they they do their quarterback charts and their stats and everything, and they had C destroyed. And when you look at it, you know, some of these these quarterbacks, you see everything is, you know, on the left side, on the right side, everything is short. CJ was spraying all over the place, right? Like it, it was just like it, it was just dots and spots and dots and spots <laughs> all over the place, DP. And that just means that he was he, he was dialed in, right? And we're talking about when and that's the conversation we're talking about a three-level accurate accurate quarterback, right? Like you say, a quarterback is accurate at all three levels to all portions of the field. It was exactly that. If you look at CJ Straw's next gen stats, look at the quarterback chart for that. It was probably it's still floating on Twitter. Um, that that's definitely what that was. But DP, man, I want to wrap this show up, man. I I definitely want to say shout out to our everyday. Thank you for coming in and tapping in, man. I think this was a really good show, man. Started this thing off with Caleb Williams, got into the rookie port, and we handed out the game ball. So that's what we try to say, man. It's the championship level content, man. Bringing really good content, like we say, man. Y'all come talk to us, man. You can find me, Keith Sanchez on X. At the talent code, man. So if I said anything that you agree with, you disagree with, let me know. You can find Damian Parsons, DP underscore NFL, man. You can find him on X at that at DP underscore NFL, man. Y'all come talk to us because we like to talk back. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Like he said, shout out to y'all for being our everydayers, man. Talk to us because we do talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.